There was once a British monk who could be seen lurking around some distilleries in Kasoli. During rum ripening season, he'd sneak in to get a taste. In return, he shared his feedback with the master craftsmen working there. And together, they created a delicious rum. Thankful for all his help, the craftsmen named the rum Old Monk. That's the legend most of us have heard. But what's the real story behind India's favorite drink? What does the drink inspired by peaceful monks have to do with one of the most violent moments in Indian history? And is it about to be dethroned as India's favorite domestic liquor brand? Let's find out. This is Brand Excavations. A podcast that unearths the dramatic, inspiring and real stories behind India's iconic brands. Today we're diving into the story behind a drink that unites people from every walk of life. From college students to the armed forces to retirees. At the height of its popularity, Old Monk was the highest selling liquor brand in India, selling 8 million bottles in 2003. But the story of old monk begins much much earlier 167 years ago to be exact In the 1820s Edward Dyer fell in love with Mary Passmore He wanted to give her the best life he possibly could But he was just a small town boy an engineer by trade Family tradition dictated that he join the army but that wasn't adventurous enough for the ambitious young man there was a lot of money in a new tradition that had developed going east in fact edward's brother john was already living lavishly as a barrister in india which inspired edward to do the same if john can live it up like a sahib without joining the army i can do the same It's time for me to make something of myself. And so in 1850, Edward mortgaged his home and set off for Mussoorie. But what was he going to do when he got there? An idle complaint from John set the gears in motion. Edward, India's great. I live like a king here. But there's one thing that stops it from being perfect. The price of beer. It's imported from back home and it's got so many extra charges on it that it becomes hard to swallow. You can just imagine the light bulb over Edward's head. So by 1855, Edward set up a brewery in Kasoli and started producing Lion beer, quenching the thirst of English soldiers across the country. And when fresh water started drying up, Thanks to beer production and a growing population, he set up a distillery and started producing whiskey. Those were the good years. Shimla, Solan, Kasoli, Edward had set up breweries in multiple towns and he was living it up. But history would intervene and the dire name would be tainted forever. 1919 
marked the end of World War I. However, its effects would continue to ripple outwards. Edwards' company had taken a financial hit during the war. India was also in upheaval, with the masses rising up against the British, tired of being exploited to win another country's war. Edward had never thought he'd be involved with the movement rising up in the country. He was just a businessman after all. But his son was. His sixth child, nicknamed Rex, was a brigadier general in the British Army. And in 1919, he earned a much unfriendlier nickname. The Butcher of Amritsar. Yes, Edward Dyer, the man who started the story of Old Monk, was also the father of the man responsible for the Jallianwala Bagh massacre, one of Indian history's darkest moments. I don't think we're going to recover from this anytime soon, Mary. There's a businessman who's offered to merge with us. Things will change, but at least the company will survive. And thus, Dyer Breweries merged with businessman H.G. Meekin to form Dyer Meekin Breweries. Meekin expanded the business further, setting up plants in Raniket, Dalhousie, Chakrata, Darjeeling and Kirki. Diamican breweries chugged along, business as usual, until in 1949, N.N. Mohan purchased a majority stake in the company. Now named Mohan Meekin Private Limited, they produced a wide variety of alcoholic drinks. Rum was one of them, but it wasn't exactly what we have come to know it as today. The credit for that apparently goes to N.N. Mohan's son, Colonel Ved Ratan Mohan. Ah, I've retired from the army, but what do I do now? I've still got some life in me yet. Perhaps I should finally take some interest in the family business. Taking an interest in the family business led to Ved Ratan becoming CEO. He experimented with different ingredients and combinations to create several new drinks like Solan Number no. 1 and Golden Eagle. But it was a drink inspired by a trip to Europe that would become their best-selling drink. Ved had visited Benedictine monks in Europe and was impressed by the liquors they produced. So, he invented a dark rum that would be aged for seven years in caskets and named it Old Monk. His brother Kapil Mohan was especially excited. Ved, you've created something great. Its taste is going to change the way people see us. Mark my words. And it did. Old Monk was sold in the Indian Armed Forces canteens and quickly became the soldier's favourite drink. Soldiers would bring bottles of it home to their friends and family and its popularity grew solely through word of mouth. In fact, Old Monk has never been advertised. Kapil Mohan believed that Old Monk's taste was all the promotion it needed. We do not advertise. I will not and as long as I am in this chair, we will not. 
But how did old monk go from soldier's favorite drink to India's most popular one, all without advertising? The taste is one factor. It's a smooth, sweet rum with notes of caramel, chocolate, ripe peach and vanilla. It's also infused with spices to suit an Indian palate. Old Monk is still distilled the traditional way, with barely any changes since 1935, making it very authentic. While advertising was not their priority, Old Monk's branding is extremely strong. The logo and handcrafted bottle haven't been changed for years. In fact, the Old Monk website even claims that if you're on a boat, the bottle will stay upright even in the stormiest weather, thanks to its low and wide form. And of course, there is the iconic monk-shaped bottle, where the lid is a happy monk's head, which also doubles as a shot measure. And then comes the nostalgia factor. Old monk is a tradition passed from generation to generation. Whether it's a senior soldier introducing a new recruit to the drink or a college student trying it for the first time, old monk has that weight behind it. The weight of a shared experience that many people can relate to. But when India opened its gates to foreign brands, old monk had its first taste of real aggressive competition and the brand was shaken to its core. Old Monk had barely any competition. It was THE Indian rum, to the point that it was like Bisleri. Its name was shorthand for rum in general. But in 1991, liberalisation introduced several new brands to Indians, such as McDowell's Celebration Rum and Contessa. These foreign brands had tied up with Indian companies and aggressively marketed their wares through advertisements for soda, bottled water and CDs full of generic party music. But Mohan Meekin was a company of tradition. Let the new companies come. Old Monk has been number one for years and it will remain number one. People aren't going to forget us. That would have spelt the end for any other brand. But Old Monk wasn't any other brand. It was Old Monk. Every bottle comes with that unparalleled taste, a feeling of sentimentality and perhaps most importantly, an extremely affordable price tag. Old Monk is still the drink Indians reach for first. But the competition is getting tougher. With India's beer and gin revolution, new homegrown liquor brands are popping up every day, catering to different tastes, ages and wallets. What happens when the latest coming-of-age young drinkers are no longer aware of the legacy of Old Monk? The times call for a break in tradition. And Old Monk is doing just that. It is stepping into the future, enticing younger audiences with its new line of flavoured drinks Cola, Cranberry, Mojito, Old Monk's message is clear. Even if that classic Old Monk taste isn't your vibe, you can still have your own Old Monk story. Like so many generations that came before.
This is Brand Excavations, a podcast that unearths the dramatic, inspiring and real stories behind India's iconic brands. Join us every Thursday to find out how these brands have revolutionized what you buy and how you live. Narrated by Tavish Bhattacharya. Created by Bound, a company that helps you grow through stories. In collaboration with branding expert Shruti Taneja, founder of Stumble and Paired.